You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Well, hello friends. It is February 2022 and it has been a hot minute since I released a podcast episode and I have missed being part of your weekly pod porn. Let me tell you, how are you? What's been happening? How was your Christmas and what has been going on? Firstly, I want to say that this is episode 102 of the podcast. So all the links to anything I reference in here in this episode are over at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash 102. And if you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the pod and share it with your friends on Instagram. I have a new Insta handle this year as part of the new vibes for my biz. It is at Stacey Marie Coaching, and you can tag me on your Insta stories when you're sharing with your friends what you're loving about the pod. Um, I'm really looking forward to some great content coming to your airways this year. I've got a few cool things I'm going to be doing with the podcast this year that are a little bit different. Um, Very shortly, you'll see a new intro and outro that'll be a little bit short, sharp and snappy and a little bit more like my actual brand now versus what it was when I started the pod and some new kind of different formats of episodes and some cool stuff coming. So hang with me. It's going to be a super fun year. But what I wanted to do today was to just kind of ease a little into this year's podcast flow and just kind of share really what I was able to do to take so much time off my business. So I took about seven weeks, maybe a little bit more actually, maybe more like eight, seven to eight weeks off my business over Christmas and New Year for 2021. And during that time, I was able to stay profitable and that is definitely no mean feat. So I thought I'd jump into the first podcast episode of the year and kind of share how I was able to do that because it's definitely not something that a lot of people are able to do, but I know that being able to take extended time off is something that a lot of people would like to work towards. So the other thing is I also know that many of you like me towards the end of 2021 were feeling the pandemic fatigue. It was heavy. It was ick. It was like, well, it was exhausting. And by you know, mid-October, I was just in a funk. Um, I know that a lot of other people felt the same way as me that, um, you know, we kind of went into like that last quarter of the year with all these great ideas, but we just didn't have the energy or the execution to follow it through. And really, um, yeah, but <laughs> I think by the time I got my kids through um, a lockdown and then September school holidays and got them back to school, I was just buggered. So um, I just really wanted to check out and eat my body weight in Christmas ham and pound back mimosas at breakfast. I was done with the year. So 
at the end of November, what I decided to do was close my books on all one-on-one clients until February this year. Now, I haven't been doing a lot of one-on-one coaching since 2020, um, kind of once the pandemic hit and pandemic fever hit and I was starting to really get into burnout, I really pulled back on one-to-one, but I did have some people that I was working with one-on-one. Um, it was just not something I really advertised. I was also really heavily invested in my group coaching programs, running live workshops in there a lot and doing a lot of launching. So what I decided to do was pull back on all my one-on-one coaching until February when I knew I wanted to release some new one-on-one coaching packages because I wanted to get back into one-on-one because I do love it. I just didn't have the energy for it. Um, And I also wanted to have the energy to be able to throw at my launches for my programs with more energy and show up in those spaces in a better way than I had been, you know, kind of during the course of 2021. So I closed the book on my one-on-one clients. We kind of wrapped up our member events inside the group coaching programs, my Shine and Amplify programs at the end of November. Um, I think we had one last call at the first week of December and that was it then for me. And really then All I had open was my digital shop and my group programs, which people can come into at any time of the year. We just weren't having any like member events or anything until till February this year, but people could still definitely come in. Um, So I kind of, you know, in November wrapped up that, finished off some of the workshops and things I had in my group programs um, around the second week of December. And then I just went sayonara to 2021. I started my holidays early. I took the last week of term four off while the girls were still at school to have to myself and go out for lunch with friends. And, you know, then it was full steam ahead for school holiday fun. So over that kind of seven to eight weeks, the only things people could buy from me were stuff in my shop, Um, they could come into my group programs. They're open all year round. Uh, We just didn't have any member events running through January. And I had some workshops that I had locked and loaded in to do in the first quarter that people could start to buy into over that kind of Christmas, second half of December, January period, um, even though they weren't happening until like February, March, right? So that was really what people could could opt into in terms of working with me, which was all very self-paced and all those funnels were set up and it was not anything that was hands-on for me. And, you know, I have to say it was bliss. Like Christmas was awesome. We got to see family we hadn't seen in a couple of years due to COVID. And even though there was a cyclone off the coast of northern New South Wales and then Omicron spread through the country faster than the roadrunner could send the coyote to his imminent doom, it forced me to do what I needed to do. And that was a big fat nothing. So over that seven weeks or so, I actually rested. Like I read books. I got bored. Like, let me tell you, as a busy busy woman and mum being bored is not a luxury we get very often, is it ladies? I had a lot of beach walks. I swam laps at the local pool. We went away with a friend and uh, like I went away with a girlfriend and our girls, we took our girls away for a couple of days and we had a family camping trip to finish off the school holiday season. Um, but, you know, without working on my biz for that time, there was obviously less money coming in. So if you're listening to this and thinking, okay, girl, this sounds awesome, but in what freaking lifetime am I ever going to be able to do this because honey I need to make the money and I live in the real world and you sound like you're living in some alternate form of reality where people just get to do that 
So I wanted to share with you the practical ways that I make sure that each and every year at Christmas, I can take off the entire Christmas January school holidays. It's about six weeks. Sometimes I add an extra couple of weeks on at either end, six to eight weeks without breaking my business. Now, these are super practical steps you can take. They're not like fluffy, put your crystals out and dance to the moon and it will come vibes. This is like pure, honest, practical stuff I do year in, year out. And if taking some more time off, whether it might not even be long-term extended time, it could just be taking more time off. These are steps that I take and they might help you. So the first thing I do is I make that like that long-term break, I make that my year-end goal at the beginning of the year. So when I get back to work at February, I know that I'm working towards in that time that by pretty much like December, mid-December, I'm down tools. That's me again, right, until February. So I know that I need to make my year's money in the months from February to November before I even get started. Like I just take December and January totally out of the equation. So when you're setting on an income goal, then if if you're planning to do that, I'm planning to make my money for the year over 10 months, not 12. Actually, it's probably more like nine because I do take off the midterm school holidays as well. So there's like, you know, another six weeks during the year that I do take time off, but it's not extended time. So it doesn't feel like there's as much planning for that. But, you know, this kind of gives me an indication of what I need to earn in those nine to 10 months each month to be able to do that. So if my income figure was 100K then or 50K or whatever it is you want to earn for the year, right, then, you know, instead of going, right, I've got 12 months to do it, this is what I need to earn each month, I actually make my goal um, more than that because I know that I need to make it in nine to 10 months because I'm not going to earn as much money over that time. Um, So, you know, I've kind of setting myself that buffer in terms of my goal at the start because I need that, I need that cash injection. I need that buffer for me to take that time off. The second thing I do is I have a buffer goal. So what I mean by that is I have a set amount of money that I need to have as a buffer before December. So before the 1st of December in my business account to float me for that time. So this number will be different to everyone, but at a basic, it's what's in my basic business outgoings, what are the wages I need to have stored up, plus any other outgoings I need to account for. So it's kind of like saying to myself, right, I need to have that buffer there before December 1st because I can't be relying on that last two weeks of December to be um, to be bringing in the money that I need to then take six weeks off. I have to plan for it before then. And as you guys know, I'm really big on strategy. I'm big on planning. So this is stuff I plan for each and every single year. Now, this leads me into point number three is that I plan my launches around the fact that I'm going to be taking extended time off. So when I'm planning my quarter four activities, then really what I do is I try to make most of that buffer in quarter four because, you know, it's really hard to make money in June that you need for January, right? Like it can be done, but more often than not, when you're sort of in the business that I am and a lot of you other guys are in, which is, you know, service-based businesses, if you're course creators, you're coaches, you're doing mentorships, masterminds, group coaching programs, et cetera, um, you're really going to be making that money in quarter four because people are going to be buying 
then, right? Um, so most of my buffer comes from that quarter. Although as you saw in point one is I'm planning to make my money over nine to 10 months rather than 12. So there is a bit of a buffer each month that's coming in, which also helps contribute as well. But Mostly I plan my launches around creating a lot of that buffer in that final quarter and I map out what business actions I need to take that will help me achieve this goal. So what courses or services will I need to intake into that have payment plans or a painful option that's going to be more financially viable at this time of year? So I don't, so sorry, so I have either a cash injection or recurring income over this time. So an example of that would be my two group mentorship programs, um, my Shine program and my Amplify program. They're my two um, group coaching programs. Shine is for any business owner that wants to leverage off social media and turn their fans into followers and post into profit with my post to profit system. So for any business owner can join that program. My Amplify program is for service-based businesses and coaches and course creators that really want to scale their business online. So that's more about helping people leverage off social media, but it also um, is for people that want to create courses, digital products, podcasting, um, and really have that online business model that want to scale online. Um, And they're my two group programs. So you can come into those at any time of the year. Um, We have regular monthly events. We do um, monthly Zoom coaching calls. We do content planning sessions each and every month. These are all free to members. We do regular workshops. We do quarterly game plan sessions. Um, And it's, you know, you come in, uh, like Shine's $555, there's three monthly payments attached, Amplifies $1,222, six monthly payments attached. Um, and it's, you know, you pay for it like a course, but it's like a membership. So you get access to me ongoing. Once you buy in, you're in, and you get ongoing access to the, the member events that happen each and every month. Um, but they, those member events don't happen during, you know, Christmas and January. We, we have a bit of a break over that time, but they are open all year round. So, Um, Launching these programs in quarter four, for example, will give me a cash injection or recurring income over that time, as opposed to focusing, say, on digital products in my shop that have no recurring income. So if I was to, say, do an intake for Shine with three monthly payments, I think it's like $188 each payment for three months or Amplify, it's like $222 a month for six months. If I was to do an intake of those and let's say I took in 20 people, 10 people might pay in full. So I've got a cash injection from the people that have paid in full. Um, And then I might have 10 people that are on a monthly payment plan, whether it be three monthly payments or six monthly payments, depending on which, which course they come into, I know I can count on that money over that December, January period right? And that it's not going to run out until maybe February or maybe longer. Um, And it gives me kind of that income buffer by cash injection or recurring income. Now, if I was to focus saying quarter four on selling digital products, they're usually one-off payments. There's no recurring income. So they're great for an income buffer in terms of a a cash injection, but they don't have recurring income. So um, it makes sense that I would be launching and doing intakes for something like that over quarter four, because it's really going to help do both for me um, and is really a viable income stream for me to then take time off in my business. Um, 
Another example of a way that you can do this is like Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Now, I did this last year as well. This was another layer I added into my launch plans um, was I did a flash sale in my shop. I did like 40 to 60% off my courses and got um, a cash injection from Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And that also then contributed to my income buffer for that period of time. Um, another example you can do as well. This isn't something I did, but this is something I did help a lot of my clients do. And I did talk about this in other content was, you know, doing an intake for one-on-one clients that would start in February. So like December, you might be like, I'm booking now into February. Let's get you in, get a deposit. You can pay it off over that time. Again, you've got a cash injection or you've got payment plans coming over that period. So um, there's also another like bunch of other ways that you can create an income buffer. And I did talk about that. If you want to go back and review episode number 99 of the podcast, it's called creating an income buffer for the Christmas holidays. So you can go and review that. And I go into a lot more detail about, um, you know, kind of planning how you're intaking people into your business around, you know, a, a time like the Christmas holidays when you want to take extended time off. So that's episode number 99. So the fourth thing I do in my business is I have evergreen products that people can buy any time of the year. I have a complete digital product shop, which has been a huge asset to my business and my group programs, as we know, are open all year round. So um, people can come into them at any time. So this means I can still be selling and having people buy stuff without needing to be live in my business because it's all automated. Now, that would be the other key thing I would say is that that if you're going to go into this online model where people can buy into things without you necessarily being live in your business, make sure that your tech and your automations and your onboarding processes that are automated are schmick. Otherwise, you're going to be spending time when you're meant to be having time off troubleshooting things. And you don't want to be doing that. You want all your processes and your systems to be working. So, what that means is because I've got evergreen products, when I go to do my school holiday content, I can still be selling. So instead of taking time off and not being able to sell anything because I can't intake clients because I'm not physically working in my business as much, um, I what I can do is I can still sell. So I usually over Christmas will schedule in like a month's worth of content, maybe six weeks worth of content at once. So I'm not having to do that as well. I'm like literally checking out and taking time off because it's so needed. Um, but I can pepper my content um, to drive people to my digital shop, my group programs that they can buy into. And this year, I also had some workshops that I'd scheduled in that people could start to buy um, tickets for that, which those workshops were taking place since uh, February and March. Now, I am not saying you need to have digital products to be successful and take time away from um, sorry, to be able to take time away from your business. I'm not saying you need to have digital products to do that or courses or programs. I What I am saying is that it is a strategy that's helped me and it has definitely helped some of my clients who wanted to explore digital products and courses and how to leverage off them in your business. If self-paced courses or digital products aren't your jam, you can still be creating an income buffer in the ways that I previously mentioned or go and review number sorry, episode number 99 of the podcast. If you are someone who wants to explore evergreen 
products, digital products or courses or group programs that people can buy into at any time. What I would say to you is if you're listening into this in real time and it is February 2022, get started now. If you are someone who is a service-based business and you work on a one-to-one business model, waiting until September to launch a course or December to launch a course, yes, you can still leverage off it, but you are going to be able to leverage off it to an even greater scale if you start working on that strategy in your business now. doesn't mean to say you need to have a course launched in four weeks. It could take, you've got time, right? I guess is what I'm saying is that if you start on your strategy now for those digital offers, it means that you can build up the, the messaging, you can build up the brand awareness of that product. You can build up your launch strategy. You can try and test things to find the right launch strategy so that when you want to then do that for your quarter four activities this year, you know what you need to do. You've nailed the process um, and you've got everything set up to really use that to your advantage. So highly recommend if you want to look at doing those things in your business, start now before Christmas time. Now, number five, this is my last point and the last thing um, that I have done to help me with being able to take extended time off my business. And it's more of a mindset set thing for me. Um, and it was a mindset shift around money making. Now, there is a lot, and I mean a lot of people who are out there telling you that the secret to happiness is five-figure months, six-figure years, or seven-figure years or beyond. For me and a lot of people I work with, chasing that became a fast track to burnout, crushing mum guilt and being chained to a business that was meant to give you freedom and give you more freedom than a nine to five job. But it didn't because you were chasing this income figure that was meant you were meant to be able to achieve quickly and easily and with flow and, you know, all of those things. Now, I'm not saying that making that money is not possible. It's 100% possible. What I'm saying is that it is work. And if you think you're going to get to that income figure without working fucking hard or having the resources to invest in outsourcing and a team and paid ads and PR, then you, my friend, are 100% mistaken. And it's not your fault that you have been mistaken. You're told this, you're told this constantly from Instagram, from the internet, from people on podcasts, from money coaches and business coaches and self-help gurus who want to sell you a 50,000K mastermind that making this sort of money is super, super easy. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's not something that you get overnight. You have to work at it. You need a strategy to get there. You There, there is lots of trying and testing and um, all sorts of things that you need to do to be able to have the system and the process and the, the right offer and the right audience and the big enough audience to be able to, to do that, right? So you 100% can make a lot of money, but it is work. It is not always easy. And having the, and you also, if you want to do it quickly, are going to need resources to invest in being able to achieve that. And if you don't have those resources right now, um, you know, don't mortgage your house to do so um, unless you think that's a viable investment. Like, you know, just let's be realistic here about making money. Now, making money for me is about freedom and having the freedom to make the choices 
I want to make and be the human I want to be. And that human is a mother who spends time with her kids, like on school holidays, and can take them away and do things with them and only work school hours. That freedom is also not someone who works so hard she has no life, no friends, and no other interests. So I really had to reevaluate, unpack, um, yeah, I guess grow through um, a little bit of my money mindset to be able to take that sort of a step away from my business each year. So I needed to really evaluate how much money I wanted to make versus needed to make right now because my kids will be grown up one day. They're 11 and 13. They're going to be grown up one day. I won't need to take as much time off over Christmas because they're going to be off living their own lives and I won't need to worry about six weeks of stupid school holidays. So the money I need to make right now to have the lifestyle I want to have is the money I work towards making. Of course, I set myself a stretch goal and the more I make, the more cream on top, right? But for me, the mindset shift I had to make was that I'm not going to sacrifice my personal and family values to make the money I want versus the money I need in such a hurry that I become a shell of my real and true self. Because Life is in session and I'm happy to take the time to increase my money incrementally while stopping to smell the roses along the way of life, right? So I'm I'm not saying you can't have high income goals, far from it. I encourage you to do that if that's what you want to do. But not everyone wants to make a seven, have a seven-figure a year business. And if that's not important to you to do that and you want to enjoy your life along the way and make enough money to support you to do the things that you want to do in life and have a happy, you know, have a happy family. And you know, if, if your income goals aren't that big, then you don't have to want to achieve those either. Um, I think the thing for me was that what I want to do is enjoy my life along the way to reaching that penultimate income goal. Um, so, you know, reevaluating that income desire versus income needs and the impact it was having on trying to get to that income goal quickly, what the impact of trying to work that hard was doing on my life, my family, my health, um, it was critical. So, you know, I really reevaluated my mindset around how much money do I actually need to make to have the lifestyle that I need to have? Because yes, we can make a lot of money. It can be easy for us to make a lot of money and all of those things, but we, you, you don't also need to make a lot of money to have a good life and to have a happy life. Um, you know, and I think that if you're in a place in the world where you have the freedom, the luxury and the resources to be able to say, I make money easily, then you are one of the most privileged people in this world. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that would love to have the lifestyle that I have. And I don't take that lightly. Like I know how privileged I am to be able to do this. And, um, you know, really breaking and pulling apart that kind of elitism that I feel is a part of the online business world these days. Thank you, Instagram. Um, you know, really helped me see that I don't need to get there quickly. I can get there in my own time if I even get there at all, because I can still have a great life 
along the way, right? So once I get, I let the pressure, I guess, of the need to earn the income that all the internet was telling me that I needed to earn to be happy, um, I started putting my real desires first and then working on achieving the, that income to fuel that while knowing I can work towards my big income goal over time without sacrificing or selling my soul. Now, this means that I don't feel guilty taking seven to eight weeks off my business because that is actually part of my overall goal, not just the need to say I earned 10 at a 10K month or a 20K month in January on Instagram. Like I don't need to do that. That is not part of my values. It's not part of my brand to do that. I don't need to say that to my audience to give validity to what I can do to help them. We don't need to be elitists to be successful. People will buy from you because they value you. They'll, they value your impact. They value your values and they vibe with you. How much you earn is almost never a factor in the process, right? How much you earn is almost never a factor in the impact that you can make on people. There's people out there right now running not-for-profit agencies that aren't making any money um, that are making a huge impact on people. So you don't, that, that, you know, thinking that you need to earn a certain amount every month so that people will value you, that's not really true. And if that, that is the case, then are they really your people? You know, Um, look, this might go against what a lot of people say about money mindset, but it's something that helped me be more realistic, um, particularly when some of my goals meant stepping away from my business and not earning as much money, right? So um, that was that's something I think would definitely really help a lot of you. And I think give a lot of you permission to look at making income from your business through a different lens than sometimes what we're told online. So that's it. That's the the things that I've done um, and that I do to take seven to eight weeks off my business at Christmas each and every year. Now, if any of this resonated with you, I'd love you to share it on Instagram. I have a new sparkly Instagram handle this year. As I said at the beginning of this episode, it's at Stacey Marie Coaching. You can tag me on your Insta stories. Um, And if you want some support to grow your business, to allow you to do some of the things I have done that I mentioned in this episode, then there's a few ways that I can help you do that. Number one, check out the Social Hub shop. It is full of courses, resources, tools, templates, trackers, all sorts of things to help you grow your business on social media and leverage income um, in way other ways other than just one-to-one. So things like creating courses, digital products um, to scale your business that way, or even create your own podcast. So you can go to www.thesocialhubau.com forward slash shop. Um, You will find it all in there. If you are experiencing hardship of any form, um, you can use the code with love and you will get 50% off anything in that shop. That is a... um, like I don't check that. You don't need to prove anything to me. And it's hardship of any form. It could be financial or any form of other hardship. You could, if you're a part of a marginalized group or something like that, hardship is a very broad term. If you think it fits you, use the code. I don't mind. Um, The other way is that you could check out my group mentoring program, Shine and Amplify, which I spoke about in this episode where you get high touch access in the group mentoring format with me to help you grow your business online. Um, And you can find the details of those courses at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash programs. Um, 
Or if you want to consider working with me one-on-one, which I'm about to release a whole bunch of new one-on-one packages on March 1st, um, then you can go and check out my one-on-one clarity sessions, which are available to book now. They're one-off, one-hour Zoom calls with me. Um, Or you can jump on the wait list for my new um, three- and six-month mentoring packages, um, Glow and Illuminate. Um, and if you're listening to this after March 1st, you'll be able to find the details on there. Anyway, that is at all the W's, the social hub, forward slash work with me. Now, all the links um, to this are on the show notes page for today's episode at all the W's, the social hub, forward slash 102. That's it. Have an amazing day, guys. Have an amazing week. You'll be seeing a bunch of new episodes dropping from me real soon. And until then, stay classy. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub Podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy. Stay classy.